Welcome everyone to episode 103 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today I welcomed a New Jersey artist named Maitre, which is short for Money is the Root of All Evil. I actually got in contact with him through Instagram. Shocker, right? Uh, back in, I believe that was around probably January or February, uh, he submitted his song Moonlight to the Gifted Unorthodox playlist. Uh, and he actually ended up winning his matchup for the week and got in the playlist and everything. And I just asked him if he wanted to be on the podcast as well, and he agreed. So I had him on here today. Uh, learned a lot about him. I didn't really know anything about him at the time. We had only had a few conversations beforehand. Uh, but he talked about growing up, you know, in New Jersey, playing instruments, being in the band and school and stuff, and uh, how he went from, you know, wanting to play basketball and football and stuff like that to wanting to be a music artist. Uh, he's got his own collective now that he's trying to make into a label and everything eventually and kind of have his own brand going. Uh, he talked about his internship at Sloppy Vinyl, which is a local um, label that I believe he said is in Bloomfield, New Jersey. Um, and he talked about his experience through that and how he's going to kind of apply some things and kind of change some things when he finally gets his own situation going. He has an EP coming out this summer and a lot of other collabs with um, some of his close friends and everything. I just love his whole message in this episode, though, about, you know, staying true to himself. You know, he's been doubted a few times, whether it was his name or uh, his family history, as far as, you know, his whole family being doctors and everything. I thought it was interesting how he brought that up and how, um, you know, he's just kind of stayed on the path that he knows he should be on, you know, regardless of what anyone told him. And I think that's always something we need to remind ourselves from time to time is just even when the going gets tough, you know, it's just important to stay true to yourself and really ask yourself, what do you want uh, and why are you doing what you're doing? Uh, and as long as it's with the right reasons and with a happy motive, uh, you'll be able to live with yourself. And I think he's doing that. And I'm looking forward to seeing all the things he has coming up in the near future. Uh, so without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, welcome everyone to episode 103 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. Today I have a really incredible artist uh, out of New Jer- out of the New Jersey area. Uh, he goes by Money is the Root of All Evil. How are you, man? Good, how are you, man? Great, man. I'm, I'm glad to get you on here because I think, how did we connect originally? I think it was through the playlist, right? Like I got uh, Moonlight yeah. on the playlist and everything. So Yeah, you, were re- you reached out to me um, prior to the song drop and I dropped a snippet. You told me um, you like you like the sound of it and everything. You said let me let you know when it drops. And as soon as I let you, as soon as I dropped it, I let you know. Do it on there. Won the the um, poll thing that you did on Instagram, and and then you, I'm just connection was made. That's how that's how it was made. Yeah, it's crazy because I've been I've been doing that now almost a year. Like the whole uh, gifted unorthodox playlist and everything. And I heard that I heard that song and I was just like, wow, this is, this is great. Like when it dropped and everything, I'm like, I'm glad that we had that discussion about it. Uh, and got it on there and everything, and it's just an incredible record. We'll get into that in a bit. To start off, we have every guest kind of give a bit of background. Uh, how did you get into music? How long have you been doing it? Just simple information for those that might not know you and what you do. Um, well, my name is uh, Mitch Ray, or Money is the Root of All Evil, like he said. Um, I started music in general. I started playing instruments when I was in, like, fourth, fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I played the alto saxophone. And all the way up until middle school, eighth grade, I played tenor saxophone. Um, I got into writing uh, poetry when I was around in seventh grade. Um, my, my cousins that lived in my house at the time, they, they were really big on music. So I was always around music, hearing different types and stuff like that. So um, high school was really my turning point when I really was just like, you know, let me try it out. I had met a few people that had a basement studio 
um, they really were my first introduction into like recording and, and, and hearing it mixed and mastered and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very good, but I mean, you know, first introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, around junior year, I started a group called Chop Boys. Um, I, they're still around today. Um, it's my my boy Sonny, my boy Re Money, and my uh, my cousin King Nappy, and they're all my group. We make music together. We go out to shows together. We actually have a show this Friday in Glassboro, New Jersey. Um, yeah, but but we've been making music since junior since my junior year of high school. I'm now a senior in college, so we've been making music for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, those yeah, no. Nah, uh, right right now, I'm in the process of. Um, turning that that group into more of a business and more of a uh entertainment company and we're gonna you know make it make it grow and just grow the network really um but i've been making music writing music recording music um since i'd say consistently since since junior year of high school yeah um right now i'm 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 about to get my uh my bachelor's degree in music industry in the um technology and business concentration and honestly i'm i'm just grateful for the connections i've made so right now i'm i'm, I'm just in the prog- in the pro- process of really start kickstarting my my uh music career yeah well that's awesome man it's good to hear that you have a group of people too that you kind of work with and everything i'm glad to see you got a lot going on i think even like the whole thing with college like that's a big thing because a lot of people you know, it's kind of an industry where you can kind of pick and choose and stuff like that. But, but to put that extra effort in for the education, it's like that can even take you even further. You know, you never know where that could lead and everything. So I'm looking forward to seeing what you do with that. And good luck on the show uh, this week and everything. I also Thanks. read that you produce as well. So, like, when did you get into that? Was it pretty much just from, like, your background in playing instruments? You were like, let me see if I can kind of produce and then be an artist as well. Like, how did, how did you get into that? The funny thing is, when I was doing instruments, and when I when I got to high school, I was like, I was like, man, rappers don't play instruments. I was like, no, I don't, don't want to do this. Like, and then and then I kind of like I grew up, I matured, and I was like, man, like I just wish I still had that skill. I still do, but it's not nearly what I had in high school. Mm-hmm. So like the producing side of things, when I got into producing, it was the summer of I believe 2019, and. I, I I got into I got I got my little um, machine MK3 and I got the the machine program and I just got to work and I was just, I fell in love with it I knew everything about you know uh, bars and beats and steps and everything like that I just didn't know how it correlated to my type of music you know what I'm saying so when you when you play instruments usually if you're playing jazz you're playing you know um, ballads and stuff like that so it's not really hip-hop it's not really fast-paced things but when you when you really put it together it's the same just the same thing just different types of music so production came really easy to me i'm still working on it because i'm still an artist at heart i like to write music and listen to beats but making them is, is a lot of fun so I'm, I'm i'm hoping 2022 i'll step more into that realm now did you do like moonlight and your other songs was that you or did you have someone else kind of working on those yeah, no. So, but I, I used to source my beats from uh, YouTube producers. That one specifically, I've had that beat. I've, I found that beat like two years ago, and I was um, mm-hmm. holding that. But I um, now I, I work with specific producers. I don't really discriminate. Like, if I find a producer I like, I'll work with them. But I have producers that I'll go to first, look for beats, and if I don't, if they don't have anything I like, then I will start outsourcing. Yeah. Do you I ever... always. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, do you ever think you'll be like that guy that? 
has to make all his own stuff? Like, are you ever going to get to the point where you're like, I kind of want to control the sound, or you're always going to be looking for different, like, ideas from other people as well? I like the inspiration I get from other producers, mm-hmm. and when I hear a beat, it's usually me hearing a beat, and I and I know exactly how I want myself to sound mm-hmm. on it. So, like, I'll never be like, I'm, I gotta make my own. I, I definitely like the idea of making your own sound, because you get to encompass everything that comes out of yeah. yourself creatively. But, when you work with other people and you collaborate, man, the, the, the creative ways and the, and the creative energy in the room is just different. So mm-hmm. I never say no to that. Yeah. And that's what music is all about too. And it's like, you always love to get that second opinion from someone else. Cause it's like, then you can kind of bounce ideas back and forth and see where the song gets to. I think it always gets to that next level as opposed to just always doing it by yourself. Like if you want to do it every once in a while, it's cool. But then when you work with other people, you just get that elevated level and you just see where you right. take it. So I love that. Talk about, um, like, the acronym of the name. Like, how did the name come about? Like, the money is the root of all evil thing. Is there, like, a distinct meaning behind that, or it just sounded cool? Like, how did you come up with that to be what you led with as an artist? Uh, it's a mixture of both. Uh, I, I I made that name when I started writing, um, when I started recording my own music, because I had to release it on SoundCloud. And um, I needed a name, so I, I I was sitting there in my basement after recording a song. I was like, "Damn, what am I gonna name myself?" I was just writing stuff down, thinking of different things, and I wrote "Money is the Root of All Evil," and I put it into an acronym. And I was like, "Yeah, that kind of looks like a name. I don't know what it would sound like, but it looks like a name." I said "My Trey." Uh, I went to school. I started showing people. They were like, "My Trey, My Trey." Everyone started calling me "My Trey." Even people now to this day call me "My Trey," and I I had the pronunciation or pronunciation uh, "Mitray." So I showed a couple people, a couple people told me it was stupid. Actually, a lot of people told me it was stupid. Uh, my cousin that, that like was one of my biggest inspirations getting into music told me he didn't like it. It sounded like the name of the EP. And I don't know what it was. I, it's just like, it makes so much sense to me that money is the root of all evil. Like if you think about anybody in this world, whether they have a lot of money or a, or a little bit, they all have money problems. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's, taxes whether it's uh, i gotta get money to go do this marketing thing which is a lot of which is every artist's problem every independent artist's problem so it just made a lot of sense um everybody can relate to it um also it's a bible word so it's a bible scripture so it's um so it's 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 very well-rounded when i when i when i um started showing when i when i grew up and started um really being confident about it a lot of people told me they liked it mm-hmm. and everybody now says they like it so people they're like oh that's very creative and stuff like that yeah. so definitely i i i like I'm, I'm i'm happy with the fact that i kept the name yeah i was gonna say i thought it was like very unique and even when i went to like your spotify and i read the backstory because you have your little bio at the bottom and everything i read it and i was like okay that makes more sense i don't know if i knew like if I thought that was your name or what I did, I just thought it was an artist's name, but I didn't think it was an acronym at first. So then when I found right. out it was an acronym, I was like, okay, that makes more sense and everything. But I thought it was great. Like, I think as long as you're confident, like as an artist in it and like, you know how to like make that your identity and everything, that's what matters. I think a lot of people like they might've got scared at that when people told them something like that, they might've been like, oh, well, if they said it was dumb, then maybe I should just change it back. Like maybe I should, exactly. but like you just decided you were just going to own it. You know what I mean? And that was going to be your thing. And like, I think it's good that you stuck with it. Cause it's definitely something that sets you apart and everything. It's kind of leading off of that. Then I'm curious to know is like, I think I've asked something similar on the last few episodes about the difference between, you know, someone really loving like what they're doing, especially in like music and art and everything and really leading into it with 
passion and the love for it as opposed to just approaching everything from the money aspect like how do you view that whole thing because it is a struggle for everybody everybody wants to make money eventually and monetize what they're doing and make a living hopefully off their music but i feel like if you don't love it to start with it's never going to work out like do you agree with that or how do you view that i agree thousand percent because like it's funny that you like that's a very good question by the way that like it's funny that you say that because um I preach to all the people that I do business with that are under me. Like I'm, they're like almost my protégés. Like I, I tell them like, if you don't, if you don't do this, like, like it's, it's your passion. Like you used to play basketball. Like you went, when you were a kid, like you used to go outside every day. Like this is just gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna crumble because you don't, you don't put the enough, the, the enough time and effort. Like we were putting time and effort into school. I still am because I, I want to get this degree. You have an end goal for something, you'll get to that end goal. You know what I'm saying? So people that are in it for the, for the fame, for the money, they'll be weeded out very early because they'll get tired of the, of the work that they have to do to mm-hmm. get to the point where somebody notices them. Yeah. Is people are gonna are gonna walk all over what you do for yourself as an artist because they're not seeing the behind the scenes stuff. So I say, I mean, the difference is just you'll see the difference in in the excitement for for releases. You'll see the difference in um, how they promote themselves, what they're doing for themselves when they're not touring, when they're not recording in the studio, like. If they're just if they're just um, letting everything go by them and not taking advantage of opportunities and, and seizing moments, then you could tell that they're not. This is not really what they want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's going on, everyone? Just wanted to take a quick minute out of today's episode to let you guys know about the sponsor for this summer, Cali Audio. Uh, Cali Audio has been around since 2018. They've been providing incredible audio products to music creators, producers, artists, pretty much everyone in between. Uh, shout out to Nate Baglio. So I actually got in contact with him uh, earlier this year. He's the head of marketing over there, and he hooked me up with some LP8s, which I've been using. Uh, very great audio quality. Um, really excited to be able to finally have monitors for myself to be able to create, uh, especially being a producer as well. Uh, they're going to come in handy. I really recommend you guys go check them out. Uh, that's Cali Audio, K A L I Audio.com. You'll be able to see their full lineup of products. Very affordable, um, very great build quality as well. I'm very impressed with the LP8s. So I can imagine the LP6s and all the other monitors are very good quality as well. Um, so go check them out. And just wanted to remind you, we have a giveaway coming at the end of the summer in August um, where I'll be giving away a pair of the LP8s to one lucky contestant. And I'm looking forward to, you know, doing that and gifting the great sounds of Cali Audio to someone else um, because I think that's a really great thing to have, especially if you don't have monitors or anything. Once again, big shout out to them. Really appreciate them for even getting back in contact with me. Uh, So go check them out. Um, But for now, let's get back into the episode. And I think, too, like the people who are in it for the long haul and they want longevity, they're willing to put in the work. You know what I mean? Like you just said, you'll be able to see the difference between that and someone else, even if it's just online, like, cause a lot of people, we, we don't even know these people in person. You know what I mean? We might ne- have never met these people ever, but I think people, like you said, it's like an aura or like just the energy that they give off. It's like, I can kind of tell their head might not be in a place that my head's in or whatever. Like the frequencies don't match. You know what I mean? Something is wrong there, but you know, everybody approaches it how they 
will, I guess. But I agree with you. I think that, you know, if you want to last, you need to have the real – you need to be rooted in what it is you enjoy. You know what I mean? And like you said, you always got to remind yourself why you're doing it because if you don't have that, it's never going to work out. And it's just exactly. kind of is what it is. But uh, I definitely think with that attitude, uh, people like you will get a long way. And I think you just carrying that message is something that is uh, super important. So thank you for sharing that. Um, so – out of all these people you've been working with closely, maybe people you're working on new music with, who right now is somebody that you want to shout out? Maybe it could be, you know, a few people that, you know, we can be on the lookout for. Maybe you got collabs coming up or like you said, you got that show Friday. Like who uh, is working very closely with you that is going to be coming up big in the next few months? Um, I definitely, I definitely shout out my group, my whole group, Chop Boys, King Nappy, Sunny, Read Money. They're all very talented artists, very cool people. And when we're together, the energy is great. So I hope we, you see a lot more of us together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll shout out Kaya Clover. She's in the room over there. She makes music too. She's very good at um, uh, graphic graphic design. And um, she does hair. She does a lot of stuff. She does, you know what I mean? Um, let me see. I shout out John Mez, only John Mez from Bloomfield. Uh, New Jersey. He does a lot of stuff for his label, Sloppy Vinyl. Um, MBG Shay. I got a lot of people from Jersey, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of people from Jersey are coming up. Jersey's a very big uh, music state right now. Um, I don't know if you've heard of. Are you familiar with people that with artists that come up from TikTok? Uh, you know, I've been trying to get more into TikTok because I've been lazy. I haven't really been tuned in, but the last yeah. few weeks I've been focusing. So yeah, this is an artist from Jersey, Band Man Real. He's making a lot of uh, Jersey Club uh, dance songs that are kind of uh, hip-hop Jersey Club songs, and people on TikTok are getting hip to them. So you see a lot of Jersey artists coming up in the next few months, years. Um, yeah, nah, man. That's, 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 that's everybody. Yeah. That kind of leads me like perfectly into my next question. It was going to be mostly about what it's been like coming up in New Jersey. I believe that I'm trying to think, but I think you're the first person from New Jersey I've talked to. I've talked to some New York people, but, like, Jersey seems to kind of get forgotten about in the sauce sometimes. So it's like, what is that like? You kind of just mentioned it, but what has that been like for you specifically? Like, have you ever faced any challenges trying to get seen or trying to get heard, or you just don't care about that? Like, how do you approach that being where you're the from? Way, the way it is in Jersey is, like, it was very, like, as a music state, there's a lot of people that make music out of Jersey and it's very supportive in that terms. Like there's, you'll never have a problem finding a studio, an event to perform at, you know, people that make music, you'll never not find that in Jersey. It's just the fact that people have egos and they feel like they're bigger than they are and they can't, they can't help the little guy. You know what I'm saying? So I'd just say like, it's been great being from such a cultured music state. We're like, we have such a, a diverse range of different music that come from the state. So I love it growing up and trying to make music out of Jersey. I say now it's not really been difficult because like I said, it's very supportive in terms of, um, in terms of uh, resources. So it's never been hard to, to be an artist in Jersey. It's just um, definitely, definitely uh, trying to, trying to grab the home state first is going to be hard. That's the only thing. But the way that the, the, the digital age that we're in, you don't necessarily need that. You always have TikTok. You always have Instagram reels. You always have um, like pod, uh, podcasts like like we're doing now. We always have um, 
playlist like you got me on in the first place like there's always there's always different routes that you can take to to get to where you want to be and it's just about finding one that sticks yeah 100 percent. now you mentioned uh sloppy vinyl uh now what is your affiliation with them like are you working for them are you working with them like how's that going for you because i saw they were in your bio as well on instagram yeah so um that's a that's a little bit outdated. Um, I did an internship with them uh, for my for uh, my school uh, courses. I needed an internship, and I met a lot of great connections, a lot of great people through there. They're uh, a small independent label out of Bloomfield, and they have a lot of artists that are that are that are on the radar right now. But um, no, yeah, they I like they gave me my first real experience doing it wasn't really a tour because it was all around jersey so i didn't really have to travel anywhere we did travel to chicago for a show which was pretty dope um but um it gave me my real first experience like like doing show after show after show after show and getting prepared and going to the studio making new music and then going to the show performing so i really liked that whole experience and then for that being my school internship and then going telling my professors about that like they 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 fell for that you know what i'm saying like they they love that so um it was a great experience i'm definitely looking for right now i actually got a job at live nation as security so i'm definitely looking for um, the bigger steps into the music industry and bigger opportunities so um yeah, no, I, I don't I don't work for them anymore. Like if, if if they were to hit me for a session and were gonna pay me, yeah, of course I'd mm-hmm. work, but I'd I never I I don't I don't affiliate myself with them anymore. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I didn't know I saw it in there, but I was like, I wonder if he has any stories about it. I am curious. Oh, though, I, yeah, stories. I was about to say there's probably <laughs> even more that we could go into, but I do I do wanna know as well, like you mentioned at the beginning how you kinda wanna eventually make your own brand and your own like label and everything. Do you think you directly learned something in that time with them that's kind of going to make you, I don't know if I want to say change, but like make differences when you finally do your own thing? Like, did you learn anything from there that you kind of want to apply or maybe do something different when you finally get your own thing going? Yeah, there's definitely a bunch of things I'm going to apply and there's definitely a bunch of things I'm not going to use just because of the way I am and the way I want my thing to be. But um, I learned an immense amount of uh, information about how to run a business, about how to um, uh, scrape people for like uh, artists, scrape um, creators that do stuff that you can use and resources that you can hire. I mean, uh, I just learned a lot of things that I didn't know before. I also learned things that I knew. I just never seen them being used. And, and just having that experience was, was more than I thought it would be. So I'm grateful for everything, everybody I come across, every experience mm-hmm. I have. Yeah, and that's kind of what you got to do, too. Even the ones that, like, aren't as great, like, you could almost look back at those experiences and be like, at least I learned something, you know what I mean? Even if something wasn't, like, what you thought or what you had planned, it's like, it's all part of the big picture. So it's just really how you take it and move forward. And I think when you finally get that going, it's going to be very successful because I can just tell you already have a passion for it and you already have the groundwork is being laid, you know what I mean? It's already happening, so I think it's going to work out great. Uh, no doubt. So I don't know if you've ever thought about this next question. Uh, this could be in your music or your brand or whatever. You know, whatever you present to people, what do you think your lasting impact is going to be on somebody whenever they hear one of your songs, whenever they see a visual of yours? What do you want them to walk away with at the end of the day? Um, in the, I've always, I've actually always asked myself that question, um, especially being in this school. It's a very music-driven school, so the classes that I have, the professors that I have, they're always asking us very, like, 
music industry uh, driven questions. And that was a very music industry driven question. Mm-hmm. So they would ask their artists that question. So they asked us this question and, I'm, and I always questioned it up until about last year. Everybody I came across with for the, for, for the consistent like seven months told me that I have great energy. And honestly, I realized that that's what I always want and I've always wanted for people when they listen to my music and, and hear my name. And when I walk into a room, I just want people to feel good energy, great energy, never to, never negative energy. And if I can accomplish that with my music and performance and just people hearing my voice, that would be great. You know, that would be, mm-hmm. that, would, that would fulfill me. And people people coming back and looking for more, looking for, for relief, for, 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 um, for a release, for their feelings, you know, anything, anything like that, if they can get that out of my music, that would be amazing. Yeah, and that starts on a human level too. That's even that's one of those things that has nothing to do with music. You know what I mean? Even if you had n- never made music a day in your life, if you approach it from that, you know, level, it's like you're gonna you're gonna get that respect. You know what I mean? No matter what, from the right people, and you're gonna attract the right people too. So I think that is something that uh, I admire for sure. So hats off to you for that. What do you think we can expect in the next like few months? Maybe the summertime, maybe the fall. Like, do you have new music ready, or what do you? I've been waiting for this question. You, you, I've been waiting for this question, man. Um, <laughs> I just save it to kind of the end here, so I'm like, let's sneak it in there. But. Um, I got a lot. I just released a song with my um, school's label, Rowan Music Group. Um, it's on my my Spotify profile, all my profiles, but it's called uh, Brown Sugar. It was to highlight Women's History and Black History Month put together to to, to represent our Black females. Um, they, that that song I've been working on for a little bit, and I was supposed to be released in February for Black History Month, and then it was supposed to be released in March for Women's History Month. So then that school was just like, yeah, no, nah, we're not going to do that. We're going to push it to April. So we dropped it April 8th, and I just said it's going to be for both. So they, um, that one's out. And then I'm having a EP release event in um, Union City, New Jersey on May 7th for my new EP coming out under Rowan Music Group. Actually, it's not under Rowan Music Group, but it's for Rowan Music Group. I'm releasing it myself. It's called Peace and Blessings. Um, It's going to have about four to five tracks on there. All new except for peace of mind. I'm, I, I believe you heard that one too. Yeah, I don't know if I, you. Got. Yeah, I, I was actually just listening to it a couple of days ago because I had to refresh. Hey. I'm like, I gotta go check it out again. But what's yeah. up? Yeah, no. Also, all new tracks will be on there. Um, I'm excited, man. I haven't released a, a good amount of new music for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to stay consistent. Um, but now, yeah. After that, the summer, I'm hoping to, to drop at least three singles with my group like i was telling you this summer and also drop some singles with myself it's gonna be a good year Mm -hmm. i believe so yeah love it man got a lot going on you gotta stay busy for sure last few questions here these are questions i ask on uh every episode and the first one is if you could go back 10 years ago maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all what do you think you would do well i'm not very old now i'm 21 so 10 years i was 11 about to be 12 that's a young i would honestly just tell him you know like whatever you like whatever you really want to do if it because at the time i didn't want to I, I when i was 12 i definitely didn't want to do music my parents put me in music and i was like i guess i gotta play this instrument whatever we'll do it so i wanted to do basketball or football and i was just like i know i can do this everyone's telling me i can't i was a little chubby kid when i was i mean so 
And I was very good at basketball. Everyone was very surprised with my athletic ability. I've always been an athlete. So I told myself, I tell myself, just just whatever you want to do, just stick to it and don't stop. Like whatever you want to do, and don't be scared to tell anybody that you want to do that either, because I was very self conscious that I wanted to. My whole family is doctors. My mom's a doctor. My dad's a doctor. My brother just became a doctor. My mom, my sister's just about to become a doctor. So I'm the black sheep. I'm the one that took the, the, the path less taken, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I would tell myself, just stick to your roots, like stick to what you want to do and, and don't quit. Mm-hmm. So if we flip that question then and we say 10 years from now, where do you think you envision yourself in your life and your career? That's a harder question because <laughs> never know what's coming. Yeah. And I'd say I definitely, I definitely think I'm progressing. 10 years from now and an immense amount because now back then 10 years ago I obviously didn't know what I wanted to do but now that I know what I want to do and I know how I want to go about it everything should happen faster and everything should click in place and I'm not in a rush either because I know these things take time so that's the biggest thing I know when I first started this my, my goal was to become a millionaire by 21 I told, I told everybody that I was like I'm going to become a millionaire by 21 and the thing is that was that was sounded cool, but it was not very realistic because I didn't know how to do anything. I was just a very ambitious kid. So now that I know how to do stuff, I know how things work. I know how the real world works. Mm-hmm. Like things can work in my favor and I can make them work in my favor and I can manipulate different things. Mm-hmm. So I definitely would see myself doing what I want to do or at least starting, starting to push towards my end goal. Love that, man. So do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Um, if you're an artist, just stick to the type of music that makes you happy, that makes you feel good. Don't fold into the pressure of making music that the labels want to hear, or people want to hear. Um, if, if you're, if you're trying to, if you're trying to get signed by a label, just, just work hard every day. Just, just put everything into it, and, and um, you have to spend money on. You have to spend the same amount, if not more, money on your marketing than you spend on recording and music videos. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest key I learned in anything um, throughout my time at, at this school. Was that marketing is just as much, just as important, if not ten times more important than recording and and um, your actual content. Exactly, man. And I think investing in yourself is the biggest investment you can make. So that's how you got to view it all. You know what I mean? You got to view it all as just investing in yourself in the long term and just see seeing what happens. So I think you got that, man, planned out well. And that's all I have for you today, man. I appreciate you joining me. Uh, I'm wishing you luck on the music. Uh, everything you got coming up, man, because I can tell you're just very ambitious. You got a lot of great stuff coming up. And uh, it's going to be great to see it all unfold, man. So I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, man. And I, I wish you the best of luck as well, and I'm glad we made this connection. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. That was episode 103. We'll be back this time next week. As always, hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds. And feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode. So we'll see you then. Thanks, guys.